What if there is a third way? A way, for example, to be a mother, a wife, a woman who have reclaimed autonomy over her body, have reclaimed her inner authority, her independence, but in a way that it's still very connected to love and to everything around her, that reconnected with her power and her sexuality, simply who exited that cultural prison we are actually all all swimming in that it's called patriarchy i'm maria grunina and i'm your host of the feminine power podcast i'm the founder of feel a community of empowered women reclaiming their power through exploring the most powerful energy sexual energy in this podcast, we explore ancient and modern wisdom and discover practical tools to cultivate a deep connection with our feminine essence. In each episode, we unravel the layers of societal conditioning and limitations that have suppressed our innate power. From reclaiming our sensuality to understanding the mysteries of your sexual energy, you are invited to learn and practice to really make a difference to your life. Through interviews with inspiring teachers and experts who serve our field community, we explore various aspects of femininity, including self-love, body positivity, sexuality, intuitive wisdom, and feminine leadership. We delve into the rich tapestry of feminine archetypes and their profound influence on our lives. In this podcast feed, we go beyond the realm of mere discussion. We believe in the power of embodiment and taking action in our lives. That's why we provide you with audio-guided practices that allow you to integrate the knowledge and wisdom we share in each episode into your daily life. By actively engaging in these practices, you'll not only hear about the unbelievable transforming power of the female body and energy, but also practice and experience it firsthand. Through these guided exercises, you'll witness the profound impact that these practices can have on your relationships, self-love, creativity, confidence, and overall well-being. Get ready to awaken your inner goddess, harness your feminine power, and radiate authenticity in every area of your life. Welcome to the Feminine Power Podcast. Does the word slut offend you. In this episode, we are redefining this word and unshaming our sexual nature. We are sharing audios that Maya Magdalena has recorded for the Feel Private Community Chat. This conversation has been one of the most popular talks we've had and it still continues to have a resonance in the group, in our hearts, on social media and now we also want to share some bits of that conversation with you as this is such an important subject. 
If you are a member of our field group on Telegram, you can go back and listen to all of Maya's incredibly valuable audios and also connect with her. If you want to join the group, check the link in this podcast description. The dictionary definition of a word slut is a woman pay attention, not just anyone. It is precisely a woman who has many casual sexual partners and has sex shamelessly for her own pleasure. In Google Dictionary, this word is marked as offensive. Of course, the society disapproves of women who are free to embrace their sexuality for the sake of their own pleasure and own will. Unshaming our sexuality is the first and most important step towards unlocking the full potential of the creative sexual energy. This is why the subject is so important to understand and it's so important to get rid of that shame. It doesn't mean now women suddenly have to have many sexual partners to really unshame. Not at all. But what they do need to do is to break out of how society is seeing women's sexuality and women's sexual freedom and give women space to redefine what sexual freedom actually means to each and every one of them. In this podcast, Maya Magdalena is sharing deep insights into this subject and is sharing her personal story and how slut shaming almost destroyed her life and how she broke out from that shame and now is helping women to do the same. She's a feminine embodiment guide, mystic seer and a shamanic sexual somatic body worker based in Ibiza, originally from Poland. She is supporting women's journeys to freedom, embodied presence and erotic innocence. So let's go straight into the audios from our private field group. So I will share a little bit now about my path, about where I am coming from and how did I get where I am right now and why am I sharing what I'm sharing, why am I standing in this world for what I'm standing for. So I was born in Poland when Poland was still a communistic country and it is still considered quite religious country and at, at that time was, I can say, very religious. So I was growing up in the social construct where the main role model, models or, you know, idols <laughs> were actually religious icons or religious icons as church presents them. Another very interesting social construct that I was growing up with was that women was there to birth and raise children, take care of them, take care of the house and take care of husband, of a husband who would go to work and bring money. So that's what was normal for me and that's what you know subconsciously I would drive towards in order to stay 
safe and in order to be accepted by the society and in order to find a husband and in order to don't get in conflict with anyone or, you know, uh, put myself in any danger. So as I reached puberty, there was no education or even conversation with any of my take caretakers about what is happening to me, what to expect. Neither there was the support in these quite challenging and confusing times. So I felt very alone and I felt like reality is too intense for me. So I started to take different substances and party. So I spent over a decade, decade um, numbing myself numbing myself and creating and perpetuating trauma in my body. I'm sharing this here today so you can feel me uh, when I tell you that where I come from is from quite an opposite of what I am teaching, sharing and standing for right now. So my journey, it's a journey of seeking, healing, learning, and transforming my own life at first, from trauma and disconnection to trust and pleasure, to then start to guide and support others. So what actually catalyzed me on this path is one experience I had 10 years ago. It's a non-clinical near-death experience that's entirely shifted my reality. So in that experience, I saw a deeper truth about my life and life in general. And this would catalyze my spiritual path. So at the same time, I immediately ended my party lifestyle. I became fully sober and I started to seek this was also a time when all my sexual trauma started to show up in my body and in my emotional body. I was not able to not only have any pleasure, even with myself, but also I wasn't able to intimately connect with any men. I was actually frightened by men. My understanding is that years of abusing myself, taking those substances, pushing and draining my body, finally showed up. So I was very lonely at that time and I was very alone indeed. And I didn't have money and I didn't have home. I was trying to find my place, my belonging, some support. This together with a series of heartbreaks has thrown me into very, very deep despair. So this path of healing my own sexual trauma took me to study various healing modalities, Tantra, sacred sexuality, and finally led me to study with International School of Temple Arts. And this is where I found my tribe, my support, my belonging, and I immersed in that field and those studies for uh, four years. Uh, 
And from there, I continued to study at other modern day mystery schools dedicated to soul initiation, cosmology, mysteries of the body, deep feminine mysteries. And at the same time, practicing in different communities, I was uh, co-living with simply how to be a human, <laughs> how to be a human, how to relate, you know, how to also um, integrate all this mystic and um, esoteric and uh, more subtle aspects of life into mundane. So I discovered my own deep feminine essence. I discovered her freedom and her burning heart desire to share this with others. I also discovered the innocence at the core of our sexuality. So I started to work with men first, being a guide and a mirror for them to be able to see the same about themselves and also to support them in seeing their own divine essence and their own freedom and their own mission. From there, I started to expand to work with couples and with women, which is what I am focusing on right now, and supporting them in excavating their own freedom, sensual essence, deep feminine wisdom and the womb intuition. So the mystic Sia part in my bio comes from my ability to connect and work with the transpersonal or archetypical realm. As a mean for deeper understanding our especially subconscious psychology. And more than understanding, we also have a capacity to consciously access and embody different archetypes to learn, to heal, to integrate the wholeness of who we are. As those transpersonal forces are like rivers that are constantly running through not only our psyche, but also through our emotional bodies. And this is exactly what we are going to do this upcoming week embodying and demystifying the slut archetype as a mean to more inner freedom, peace, love, and well-being. My story is that by the time I reached my puberty, I heard the word slut many, many times around me. Uh, and this word, um, you know, it's used very often as an insult doesn't matter if you are actually having a lot of sexual partners or you are a virgin. If you want to insult a woman or a girl, most likely the word you are going to use is a, is a slut. And in my teen years, I was hanging out with boys and, you know, I heard them so many times talking in a very disrespectful way about the girls that were actually having sex expressing their disgust and calling them dirty sluts. Through that, I have learned as my belonging survival strategy that in order to be accepted and respected, I should restrain from sex. So these experiences deeply ingrained into my system um, and because of that, I have pushed or repressed 
um, deep, deep, deep inside everything that I associated with slut. Having sex on first date, one night stand, talking about sex, having fantasies in general, changing partners, showing my body, being touchy, flirty, cuddly with boys, even looking deeply in the eyes or smiling to boys. Everything just not to be misinterpreted and called a slut. So just imagine how much tension and fear this have created in me, in my life. And on the other hand, if boys were poking us, pulling our hair or lifting our skirts, this was being kind of normal and nobody will tell them to stop to cross our boundaries. So the input I was receiving was to not be provocative, whatever that meant. And what I also received is that actually I was the one who was doing something wrong. So again, all of that was just a big, big blockage on the freedom of my expression. So when I look back, I see that this is how the journey of disconnection started for me, which I also shared in my intro voice message. Um, I started to repress all of it in myself, numb myself, just not to feel my desires to have sex or be taken by a man or even a couple of them at the same time. All these desires and longings and fantasies and, you know, sexual pleasure and arousal and, you know, I just locked this deep into my psyche and my body in a dungeon and I threw away the key. Furthermore, I was judging all the women who were acting accordingly to what slut meant for me. So from there, I would simply, you know, also blame all the sluts out there for all the wrongings in the world. Seducing and stealing husbands, being disgusting, unworthy and sick in general. Even with my long-term partner, I wasn't able to have juicy sex. Um, I was simply numb. And something important that I want to add here is that the only time I was letting go of control and getting wild, in my case, just with my partner, was while I was drunk or high. So this is an example how slut shaming is or can create a huge wound and huge disempowering impact on us women. So realizing that, what is it that you judge about being slut can actually be a great medicine for you to know what path to take in order to free yourself from that. And here, opening for an adventure to explore this archetype through, you know, exploring all these qualities one by one in a safe space, in a safe, conscious way, can simply be an amazing 
expanding, elevating medicine. Maya has explained the two ways women are currently seen in the society. Either as innocent women, beautiful, good, prudent mothers, or shameful sluts. So here she suggests a different, third, much more healthier way. So because of that split um, and the belief that there, you have to be either one or other, you can be both. And it's very, very deeply ingrained in our unconscious. So this is something that I really want to land here that a lot of that what I have been sharing before and why I took so much time to go in all these details it's because this is something that it's so so deeply ingrained in our subconscious so it is what is driving us and pull the the strings of our actions from behind the curtains without us very often being aware that we're making certain choices because we are conditioned to perpetuate a certain trauma, a certain disconnection, or the belief that we, for example, as mother, as mothers are not meant to prioritize our pleasure. What if there is a third way? A way, for example, to be a mother, a wife, a woman who have reclaimed autonomy over her body, have reclaimed her inner authority, her independence, but in a way that it's still very connected to love and to everything around her, that reconnected with her power and her sexuality, simply who exited that cultural prison we are actually all all swimming in that it's called patriarchy so i'm suggesting us women to start to lead the way to be an example and like i said show to the world that we can be both sluts and mothers and that there is no shame about our sexuality, about owning our desires, about our kinkiness and our inner freedom and the freedom of the expression is actually what supports the education of our children. And we do want to give a good sexual education to our, our children, right? Uh, I think this is, becomes more and more clear that this is really something that we are missing in the mainstream education. We want to teach our sons, you know, how to treat a woman with respect, how to honor the goddess in her, how to honor her pussy temple. And we also want to, you know, teach our daughters how to communicate clearly how to know our boundaries, how to know our no and our ecstatic yes. Or we even want to, you know, teach them and initiate them into 
the mystical priestess, priestesshood practices of how to, you know, circulate their sexuality, creativity, and wealth, and um, take them through a different rite of passages. So that's like a different option, right, of what we can do, other than perpetuating and co-creating and continuing to strengthen the social constructs that are actually very disempowering and sometimes very, very abusive and violent to us women. But of course, we can only create that change if we walk our talk. When we not only learn, but when we actually embody and vibrate the innocence of our inner slut, innocence of our sexuality and our loving shamelessness, so the journey has to start from unshaming yourself. The journey has to start from looking deeply into your own history and understanding where you are conditioned to fit into where you participate in perpetuating the double standards of the patriarchal regime and where you actually are also slut-shaming your sisters when you are still slut-shaming the other women rather than empower them in their freedom and in their uh, pleasure. And this is a little uh, section, little podcast for those of us who are uh, wives and mothers already. Uh, and this can be a very difficult topic to integrate in that case and you know difficult task to take upon yourself so I just want to acknowledge you and speak into that and say like yes I'm also aware of that for some of us who are mothers who have families it's you know very different reality than for those who are single and you know um, have more space and possibility to explore so what I want to get clear here is that I'm not saying that in order, I am not saying that in order to do this work, to unshame your inner slut, you need to end up with having, you know, multiple sexual partners or cheat on your husband, or none of that, definitely no. So this is maybe where I can anchor a little more the, con the concept of the conscious slut, you know, the conscious slut is considering the, the good of, of all, yeah, not, it's not being moved selfishly uh, by her own needs damaging other people. Uh, she is, her desires are integrated into the harmony and the orchestration of the greater whole. So I just want you to know the ma mothers and wives that, you know, there is a beautiful, there are beautiful, deep ways of how you can work with this archetype in your own re loving relationship with your husband or without him as well, with yourself. And then from there, you can mm, take, you know, little steps towards the way of changing how you show up in the world. And how much creative manifesting force you have with you that you know indeed this force is coming from your womb from your pussy and from your sexuality just as your children 
came out of there and from it. So uh, just to give you an example, in the work that I offer to my clients, uh, to my one-to-one clients or one-to-two clients, as I also work with couples, and I will share a little little bit more about that tomorrow, uh, I also teach women how to reconnect, for example, with their womb intelligence, which is a source of their feminine wisdom, and how to make decisions from that place and from the place where you are your own and only authority and nobody can tell you what is the best for you. So I just wanted to share that because I, fe- I think it's important that you know that you know there are hundreds of different ways that you can look into that and, and, and take little steps. I'm sure um, also Phil can support you with finding uh, a right practitioner for you or mentor or someone who can take you and support you on that journey. Thank you for listening. Follow this podcast for more episodes and don't forget to try our mindful practices published right in this podcast feed. Head to the show notes or our about section to find our links. Please do leave us a rating and share your ideas and feedback on social media or in our community chat. Your contribution and participation matters so much to our mission to help women develop a healthy and empowering sexuality and as a result, thrive in life.